Good day and welcome to our Wine Conversation, a podcast hosted by Sai Wine Cafe. And today, I must say, I'm super excited to have Precious McGill, aka Phenomenal Change, on (laughs) with me (laughs) today. Precious, hello. Greetings, greetings from the United States. How are you? I am well, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Precious, you know, when um, it was coming to do season two for our wine conversations, I said, yo, I know somebody (laughs) that I want to have a conversation with. And um, I will never, I will never, ever forget the day when yourself, your sister, your mom, your family, I would say your friends, but your sisters, I'll just say all of them were your sisters. That came to Sai, uh, you came to Ghana from the US and yes. you came to Sai for a wine experience and we got a spiritual experience all baggaged up. <laughs> yes. yes. I prayed and crying and everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, like I said to you, that was a moment that was never that I would never forget. And I just Same. love the, the pureness um, of you and your family. It was so, you all had such good energy, such lovely women, so excited to be on the continent and everything else. And I just yes. said, no, this is something I would love the opportunity to share um, with everybody else. So I'm, I thank you for honoring you. this conversation. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It was, it left an indelible impression in my mind, my experience, my existence as well was, quite the conversation awesome so in 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 line of our wine conversation i don't have wine with me today i have tea in all honesty okay. it's six o'clock in ghana but you're in what state are you in I, i'm in california it is 11 a.m i'm having water oh <laughs> i have a little wine later on though i promise <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, and also the reason why we got inspired for the wine conversation, because I always say to people that Sai is more than, you know, you come, you eat, you drink, and then that's, and then that's it, you go. It's a whole experience, you know? It's a whole vibe. Yeah, it's something that God really just put in my heart, like, no, you know what, this is something that you need to share. And I always just say to, I always say, even if it's just one person who could be like, ooh, or ah, and take something away from it. I've done my work for the day. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I want us to jump straight into it. So first of all, um, Precious, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so first of all, tell me about your journey to Ghana. How come you guys ended up coming to Ghana? What year was it? I think I've even it, forgotten. We we first came in 2019. That's where we met you. Okay. Um, we were there for the year of the return. And oh. I belong to a group called Phenomenal Love, headed by my sister. Um, And that's your twin sister, sister, right? Yes, my twin sister, Lady. And we support um, a village, um, a a group of children, their school um, and families in Himan. There in Kumasi, um, Uh we serve a a group of people. And so you were a part of our tour and a pleasant part. And when we stopped... um, at your place, we had just had a phenomenal experience and we were excited because stateside in the United States, we do wine tours all the time. Yeah. So we were excited to be able to um, partake 
in the motherland of all yeah. places. Yeah. It was a beautiful experience. And we also, we went back at the beginning of this year and we visited your new location. Oh, fantastic. Um, that was a whole vibe. I really <laughs> liked the place. It was nice and comfortable, yes. Oh, excellent, so, excellent. Yes, so how yes. many people came in 2019? How many of you were there? I don't remember exactly, but it may have been about 20. Um, yeah, it was, yes, in, it was and, a so, large group. And you had mommy with you? Yes, I took mommy. Yes, and there were other ladies that were part of an association in California. Phenomenal love, yes, my sister's group. group. Yes, Uh what does phenomenal love do? Well, we um, collect donations and funds to support um, school-age children and families. So we've sent barrels of dry goods like rice and beans and um, peas and um, we've collected clothing hygiene supplies awesome um, brand new shoes this year when we went 2022 we had shoes made um, for children Mm -hmm. Um, yes we we have um, the school maintained just different things that we do Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a a labor of love Mm -hmm. love doing it so it's a a pleasure to be able to come in person and um, see the people that we're connected to our Mm -hmm. family you know Mm -hmm. so So 2019 was the first time for you on the concert yes Yes. so what was that like what was your expectations versus what you actually like what it actually was well Unfortunately, I was a little afraid to travel because when you hear about traveling to Africa, you hear all of these, you know, protect your jewelry and, you know, (laughs) don't wear a purse, something close to you. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I felt when I went home to Ghana, I felt more safe there than I had ever felt in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. In my life. There's a spirit of peace. And um, family among the people that is missing Mm -hmm. in America. I Mm -hmm. I love America. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The spirit is present Mm -hmm. um, in the people in Ghana. Um, I was talking to my partner and I was telling him that um, though we have the technology here in America, it's very Mm -hmm. present and very available. uh, The spirit is very present and available in Ghana. Yeah. You know, um, the way of living, the, the spirit of the people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love the place. I'll be back there in September. Oh, well, so. awesome. Do you know one thing that I like about what you said is you said, like, you appreciating Ghana. And you said, don't get me wrong, I do love America. And that's oh, yeah. a very interesting thing that I, a conversation I think I have with a lot of African Americans and stuff. It's not necessarily about choosing the US or or Ghana. I'll talk about Ghana in this respect, but it's about being able to appreciate your motherland um, as well as where, you you know, your home, where you live as well. And I think, if anything, that gives a a, a sense of wholesomeness. Like, you, you know, you know that your back and your front is covered like I'm good like I'm whole I know yes. where home is and I know where I, I, I come from does, that, yes. does that make sense so I actually think I like that statement yeah. that you said it's okay to like both it doesn't have to be a choice of I, I want to be living in Africa because I love I like Africa or you know leaving home or anything so I appreciate that so okay so you, you that, that that's great so when you came 
But I do want to be in Africa. (laughs) You do? Okay, that too, that too. Yes, I I would like to live in both places. Yes, because I I had a healing that I didn't even know I was in need of when I went home to Ghana. Do you you mind elaborating on that? I don't mind at all. Excellent, Um, thank you. First of all, when you get off the plane and you see people that look like you, look like your uncle, look like your cousin, Mm. and that's nothing but black faces, Mm. it's healing. You don't even know you need that kind of feeling, Mm. particularly Mm. being a so-called minority in Mm. America. Mm. When you see beautiful, healthy um, loving, compassionate black faces, and baby, that food, the Keely Wheelie, Keely Wheelie, the the uh, plantain, the Shito. Yeah, yeah, it's something about being home, and it's like your DNA recognizes it. Ooh. You know, I, I remember the first wind stepping off the plane, touching my face, the first air that touched my face. Um, just the whole process. So I, I want to be in both places. So I I, dual citizenship is my goal. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I love yeah. that. It's like your DNA recognizes it. Oh, That's yeah. deep. Oh, yeah. That's oh, deep. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because um, I remember when, because I was born and raised in the UK, predominantly white area that I lived in. Yeah. And, you know, I was always, I was never pretty. I was just... Oh, there's Nadia. I wasn't ugly, but it was just like not acknowledged for anything about me because I had a, I've got a big nose or a big forehead. But then when I came to Ghana, I like everyone's loving me, and I'm like, wait, what's good? <laughs> like people are just telling me I'm beautiful. I'm walking in, yeah, randomly saying you are You're beautiful. Yes. And then you know, I'll go to see an uncle, and you know, they'll be like, oh, this is your daughter, oh, she's so gorgeous. You know, you go to Nigeria, and everyone's just like, and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I so I get so I get that that idea for me it was like it, it, it just it just I just wasn't I you know I had big breasts it wasn't normal in the UK for a lot of white girls to have big breasts at that time mm-hmm. so it was just like you know you seem a bit awkward and I remember in school they used to make friend of um, jokes of one of my friends who had a big bum they say that she walks like a bamboo um, was it a bamboo or something? baboon baboon yeah they said she uh-huh. walks like a baboon and obviously here on this on the continent everyone's walking like that apparently but I think it's really beautiful the way they strive well they pay them. for it in america they pay for it honey can you imagine <laughs> so they so pay I, for it but i can definitely ex- appreciate what you said again about you know it's your dna that recognizes mm-hmm. it. you know you're here it feels right just some yes. like i always say that to people i can't explain it but this yes. feels right like i was born and raised in the uk yes but this feels right it's home <laughs> yes you you go home and you realize you have the juice understand it's the juice it's the spirit it's the energy you know and it matches when you go to Ghana um you know I I know that I have DNA there in Ghana but um it's hard for me to I I do want to visit other places in Africa but Mm -hmm. I'm in love with Ghana it's it's so beautiful it's beautiful a lot of people tend to say that um they've been to other places but Ghana has got something very special so you go go yeah. Go, I'll, I'll be back, right? <laughs> so, what else did you find um, as part of your experience when you were in Ghana? Like, what what else 
really blew your mind or took you somewhere? Well, really being able to participate in the ceremonies there, like we did a naming <laughs> ceremony um, that we, we we were in Ada at the artist community with Kwame Okoto and they blessed us mm-hmm. um, and it, it was so interesting because and this is also what I mean by your DNA um, they poured libation mm-hmm. right at the ceremonies mm-hmm. you pour a little liquor out in, in America mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called pouring a little liquor out for the homies you know, oh wow for the, for the dead homies but in Africa, we're pouring libation to our ancestors. And it, just, it reminds me of how some things um, never die. It's the spirit. Oh. It never dies. Precious, you know? you're giving uh, me um, goosebumps <laughs> again. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, seriously. But it's real. <laughs> it's so real, sis. It's so mm-hmm. real. Um, and so many different experiences. And it makes you think, oh, this is where it comes from. Mm. This is where I come from. Yeah. You know, um, just as I'm a spiritual advisor and in my practice innately, there are things that I just do, you know, ritualistically, not that I've sat down and learned. And when I went to our naming ceremony, I saw them doing certain things. When I went to the blessing in Ada, um, I saw them doing certain things. And I'm just like, that's this is my my spirit is here yeah you know yeah so so just to yeah. be clear when you say naming ceremony was it your naming ceremony or was it children a baby's naming ceremony it was our naming so Ooh, we received our so african name oh so what, what's your Ghanaian name it's ajua mm-hmm. uh, Tima i don't want to say it wrong but <laughs> that's how I, i'm pronouncing it um hold on i, I could pull it up um but it it's the naming it felt so the chief of Himan uh Nana Himanini he blessed us and he did our naming ceremony and mm. this guy is special he is definitely walking in the spirit because the names mm. that he gave each of us it was like God came down himself and picked it it was Ooh. that perfect yeah Ooh. so mine Aja Kwatima, that's K-W-A-A-T-E-M-A-A, on the right path. Sis, that's my prayer. Oh, As a spiritual wow. advisor, people come to have a sense of reverence for you. And it's mm. always my prayer that mm. I will be in alignment with God and not be drunk on the power or seduction of uh, praise mm. or, or consideration. Because yeah. it's not about us. It's about the power inside of the power. Yes. So for him to give me that, and then my my um, Amanin, the people's choice. Mm. This is also mm. in alignment with my, what my prayer is to God. So it just felt so um, powerful. Yeah, it was. It felt powerful, and everyone in our group received such a name, mm. such a name mm. to be proud of, to it's- to walk in. Yeah. So, 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 tell me a little bit about you being a spiritual advisor. How did that come about, and what does that oh. mean? I mean, I, I know it in yeah. what I would understand it to mean, but for, for our listeners, so I'm an interfaith minister. So that means I work with people from all religions. Mm-hmm. Um, though I have my own, I've had my own personal li- religion. Um, I've detoxified from the concept because you know, for me living your life with with God that's 
that supersedes, that surpasses religion. You know, mm. it's, a, it's personal. Mm. So I'm able yes. to work with people of different faiths um, and I work with the spirit. So people will come to me for prophetic words, for prophetic healing, um, but I, I'm just a vessel. I just show up like a mm-hmm. blank slate every day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and allow God to use me. And um, it's so interesting because I would have never chose this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something different. And mm-hmm. so I offered myself up completely to God. Mm-hmm. And then I got my first phone call three days later. Mm-hmm. And within three months, I was seeing celebrities. Mm. and it took off like wildfire and during the pandemic my business more than doubled hey and yeah god which i i I was prepared to shelter in place be still and nothing and so then my business went virtual so i see people in different countries now wow and it so it it just following the spirit is taking me places that I, I couldn't have imagined. What, what, what does the word say? The word always talks about when um, when God gives us um, an, a gift or a purpose, he will, he will provide us with the resources for us to be able to do it. That's <laughs> the truth. So what does That's this involve? Truth. Does it involve you basically maybe a 30 minute one-on-one with people and like uh, you're reading them or... Well, it's a one-hour session, mm-hmm. and every session can be different. So some people will say, you have to meet Precious. She's my psychic or she's my medium. Mm. But that's not the truth. I understand why people say that, mm. right? But um, because they, it's a part of the gifts. But we're all mm. blessed with gifts of the Spirit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? We're all blessed with gifts of the Spirit. So what I do is I just go into a session open. I will ask the person what they've come for. But I go open and different things happen in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. But because I'm also an ordained minister, mm-hmm. I make it my business to show up for my clients. So if someone's in the hospital, uh, I'm going to go be with you. Um, mm-hmm. Often people will ask me to be present at the birth of their baby. Now, when I do these kind of things, like maybe someone is about to pass and I go to the home, the this is this is a service that I just give. It's not um, a fee, and even when people will try to pay me for that, I, I I will refuse the money because I know when I'm needed, and we don't need to talk about business. But when people come to sit down with me for a session, there is a fee, mm-hmm. uh, and we take care of that, and it gets you whatever happens inside of that hour. Yeah, you know, um, but I'd go do house blessings, things like that. And, oh um, wow, it's it's not like work at all, you know. It, it's just it's something just, that I do. Yeah. It's very interesting you said that. I was having a conversation with my uncle on Sunday, and he was like, "Nadi, you know what? You you know you do a lot of business. You, you it takes up all of your life. Like you you need to focus on the other side of your your life." And I was like, "Uncle." I enjoy doing my business so right. much right. that I I don't even I don't I don't even realize that it's taken up so much of my time because I go into it and I can honestly sit and just do work from five six a.m. all the way to midnight one a.m. and it doesn't phase me, precious. Yes. It, I feel like I've got so much to give, and every time I'm giving, you know, the work keeps it keeps working, and you're like, yes. oh. <laughs> 
Yes. It's like it, it becomes like breathing. Yes. This is just what I but do when I get up. Knowing when to switch off, though, especially, and I was going to ask you this, um, in terms of spiritual, um, being a spiritual advisor, I mean, I also have a gift um, where God would speak to me um, to speak to certain people about things. And what yes. I tend to feel is one of two things. When I don't, if I'm hesitant, because I can never not do it, but if I'm hesitant to speak, I start getting mm. a headache. Um, oh yeah. And it's literally like God is just banging on my head. God speaking to me, God speaking to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I finish, I can feel really exhausted afterwards. Does that does that happen to you or what does the experience? It feel used like? to, Nadia. It used to. In fact, I recognize in a lot of people that hold pain in their body because mm-hmm. they're not using their gifts. Um and uh-huh. for for a person who has the gift of laying hands and healing. They might get, they may suffer from um, cramping, um, arthritis, um, discoloration in the hands because there's an energy portal there that's not being used. Oh, so absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In the same way a dancer's feet will hurt when they're not dancing for long periods of time. It's energy. So brilliant. When I used to get that, and when I noticed I would be almost ready to throw up like mm. a message like mm. I just have to and so I found myself saying a lot to people I have to talk to you I need to tell you something yes. you know I'd like to tell you something yes. and, but when I was in resistance with it right like I'm going to tell you but I really don't want to tell you yes. I would feel very depleted afterwards Yes. and I said okay <laughs> First of all, God, I don't know why you want to use me, right? Like yeah. He he's a he's a spiritualist as well. And I know why God wants to use him. He's mm. pristine. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't curse. I do all mm. of those things. <laughs> wow. And uh, so when God wanted to use me, I said, Why? Why me? Pick somebody <laughs> else. The spirit said, because you won't you won't judge. Look at that. And I can use you to talk to people who are not listening. Oh, look I at said, that. I said, okay, okay, well, let me get myself together so I can come to you perfectly. God hey. said, no, you come to me. I will get you together perfectly. This is it. Oh, gosh. Precious. And I said, I don't know what to do. I'm empty. Spirit said, that's what I need from you. Oh, I said, well, if you want me to do this, you have to take some of this pain that I feel when I'm filled with people and the, mm. the tiredness and the depleted. Spirit said, that's not for me. It's your resistance. Mm. If you will move out of the way, I'll pour into you oh. and make you feel new. So, baby, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, precious. This Saturday is my birthday and oh. I'm on my best life. You hear me? <laughs> You hear me? I learned to get out of the way so that the spirit can use me every day. You know, our tour guide, who is like family to me, I won't say his name, but you know who he is, and I love him dearly. But he said, you know, Precious, it bothered me when you were here the first time and you were at the wine bar, and you guys were praising God. I don't understand. Hey! I said, well, listen, brother, let me tell you something. I don't do anything that I wouldn't want God to witness first. Yes. <laughs> because there is no spot where God is not. There's no way that God no is not. No spot. But they pour libations 
when they do ceremony. Mm. And you drink just a little bit to let the spirit in. Mm. Even when you are drinking, and I'm not speaking about a state of drunkenness. A lot of times this people is will confuse it. that. This people will confuse it. enjoying wine. Wine can be like enjoying a painting. Yes. You know, there are different subtleties and complexities about it. Mm. But definitely, you have to, with anything that you do, sex, love, food, you have to maintain balance. Yes. Because it can put you in a state of drunkenness or excess. Yes. So, <clears throat> just because I'm having a drink, and I, as an advisor, baby, let me tell you, I'm a no-limit soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have had to place boundaries on myself. Yeah. I'm in when I'm in company, and this, whether it's personal or otherwise, I limit the amount of drinks that I have. Sure. Okay? Um, which kind of decreases your tolerance mm-hmm. as it is anyway. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, God has not left my presence, so I should be able to praise God in anything. Listen. You see, it's it's really interesting that you um, you said what he said, and I know there's a lot of Christians or religious people yes. um, who yes. would say the same thing. And I always tell people how the birthing of Psy came along. And the funny thing is, is that I have a very low tolerance of drinking alcohol. I can actually I believe only you. normally drink two glasses of wine, and then that's it. I'm that's done. my limit. <laughs> that's my limit right there. Two glasses. So um, it was actually when I was in holiday in um, New York. Um, I like my agency was doing very well. My friend had taken me to this place in Harlem, and then. Um, I was just there. We weren't even litty litty. We were just cool, calm. And then I just heard God say, this is what you're going to do next. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh? And he was like, this is what... You... And I was in the process of buying a house. And I'm just like, mm, why, why would I do this? Mm-hmm. I, I left mm-hmm. it, went to Miami in that same trip. And I was lying down in the morning and God said, the, the wine the wine business. This is like, he, he was bringing it back up again. Like it, he wouldn't leave me alone about it. So I said, okay. If I do it, what is it going to be called? And my son's name is Isaiah. So I pulled the name Sai out of my son's name. And God said, that's what it's going to be called. So I'm looking for the meaning and I can't find it. And he's just like, I will reveal it in the right time. And that was in December 2014. By the time Mm. we got to January, my team had found only one location that I could possibly have this business. The house I was going to buy completely fell through for the most silliest mm. and frivolous reasons. I can't even begin to explain. And Pray by God. April, I was ready to open the um, cafe. Now, God spoke to me very, very quietly. He said to me, it's not going to be a turn up place. It's not going to mm-hmm. be the kind of place that's going to be very, very, very busy, busy for the first six months and then die out. It's not. He was telling me everything it's not. He said it's going to be a quiet solitude for people mm-hmm. to come. If they want to have a glass of wine and read the book, they can. If they want yes. to catch up with a friend, they can. If they want to, he told me, he told me not to have certain expectations for this business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a day before we were about to open, my research team came back to me and said, we found out the name of what Sai means. And I was like, what does it mean? And they said that there's a spiritual leader. The Indians have got a spiritual leader called Sai Baba. And when Mm. they say Sai, it means glory be to God. And I Mm. was like, what? Let's go. Precious, if I can tell you, and if I can tell all the listeners 
that are that will be listening to this podcast how I I struggled with sight and the amount of times I've said to God you deal with this thing because I don't know how to handle it I don't know and God has always picked this business back up and kept it moving and we're now mm-hmm. seven years seven, seven years. years people come to sight and they're like it's it's so quiet like wondering how we're surviving and I'm like this is sight for seven yeah. years this is yeah. how God wants it and and now at this point I've been able to see why he needs it like that you mentioned about drunkenness we do not have customers that get drunk at sight people right, will believe right. whether they want to believe it or not it doesn't happen I think yeah. I've heard of it twice and I don't even know who those people were but in the yes. seven years that we've been in existence we don't have drunk customers that's not the energy there. that's not, not the, the energy, energy. yeah yeah i've yeah. had people come and say nadia i was just sitting there on my own and i just want to say god bless you i've had people yeah. coming and say there's something about the energy in this space that yeah. they can't it feels good and then it just yeah. makes me know that this is god's business this is mm-hmm. you know and like you said earlier he's everywhere there's everywhere he's not. the omnipotent presence hmm. everywhere everywhere you know i i had this is even before I agreed to be a spiritual advisor because you have to make an agreement with God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I was on the light version. I was a, a spiritual life coach and I went to Sedona, which we consider to be a spiritual mer- uh, mecca in America. Okay. Um, it was my first time going. And Where is that, Sedona? Canada, it's in Arizona. Okay. Yes, and I think one of the reasons why it's so spiritual is because there were thousands and thousands of Native Americans slaughtered in this area. So, um, so it's a, it, it's a very old area, and Sedona is essentially where a beach used to be in prehistoric times. So it's dead out. So, um, being there, I, it was an auspicious trip. Spirit told me I was going to go and. Told me there were going to be people meeting, waiting to meet me, and that happened. And I gave some messages to people, and um, I just had such a, a trippy experience that it was scaring me mm. because I, I have I have to tell you, I didn't even believe in this kind of thing at some point. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the irony okay. of it all, right? <laughs> right, right. So um, being there, having this experience, I just said, "If enough is enough." I need a day to myself while I'm here Mm. Uh, and I'm just gonna go to a bar have a drink a cocktail and just forget about all of this spiritual mumbo jumbo Mm. so I tell the person that's hosting me that I needed a day to myself and she was witness to everything that happened she was like you know I understand go decompress I'll see you later so I GPS found a place, a tavern, in fact, and ordered mm-hmm. me a, a cocktail, um, mm-hmm. a Long Island iced tea, to be exact. <laughs> uh, also known as a one hitter quitter. <laughs> so, um, and I'm just like trying to numb myself out. I take maybe about two sips, and you can feel a nice little buzz starting to float mm-hmm. down. And soon as I got that second drink, I could hear Spears. Spears said look outside I looked outside the door Spirit said what do you see I said people lots of people mm. Spirit said and what do you feel I said oh, I feel the people I feel them I could feel their energy mm. Spirit said now look at your glass 
I said, okay. I looked at my glass. Spirit said, what is that? I said, it's drink. <laughs> it's drink. <laughs> drink. <laughs> and Spirit said, but what is it? I said, oh, it's spirit. Spirit said, there's no avoiding or escaping me. I am with you always, in always. I just didn't even finish the drink. <laughs> I just said, I'm done right here. I'm all done. I'm trying, I'm trying to escape and I'm bringing myself in a place where I'm being greeted by spirit. So let me stop being so resistant and try this thing out. Let me just be more open. And it, it took a couple of years to really bring myself into alignment because see, in order for, when you you start to get this divine flow, it means you're in alignment. Mm. It means mm. your feet are where they're supposed to be and the prosperity is rushing in because this is what is for you. Mm-hmm. So the way Psy came into being and you're expanding and you know, um, different aspects and locations. It's the nature of God, expansion. Amen. Amen. So I want to, like, we can talk for hours, like, seriously. Oh, um, but I want to bring <laughs> us to when you came to Sai um, that yeah. day. And yeah. um, it was, you were, you were having a wine tasting, there was food being served. Yeah. And, I, and I think I remember I came and I said, I think I was going to make a comment or make it an, like, thank you for coming. It was an amazing, ex- like, I think it was something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then that, m- m- those words turned into me feeling overwhelmed by the spirit. And I remember yes. feeling very, very overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh. And I couldn't help yes. myself from crying. And yes. I think one of the things, if I recall re- um, correctly, one of the things that was really moving me and... <laughs> That even till today, I think about it and I think God is so great. It was the fact that, you know, four, five, four hundred years ago or five hundred years ago, yeah. everyone, like, our people were being shipped out, you know, yeah. and all of the bad media and the negativity around Africa and everything else, mm. nobody, nobody could have anticipated mm-hmm. a year of return where mm-hmm. you've got so many people saying, I want to come back home. And even yeah. so now, I think every single, I am so proud to be living in this generation, to see yeah. and experience all of this that's happening. And I, and I believe that was the moment where I started crying. And then I think oh, um, yeah. the energy in the room, it was like, God was like, there was a, there was a weight, a spiritual yeah. weight in the room. Yeah. Somebody else from your group also started praying as well. Then we started prophesying and talking to each other about what's going to happen and mm-hmm. things like that. And and it made me even your more baby overwhelmed. girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you can't make these things up, you know. And I think what's very important is that we go with the flow. Like you're saying mm-hmm. that when God is moving and when God is telling you to do something, I think it's really important that we're obedient to that. But it was a oh, powerful yeah. moment. I mean, what what did you think of that moment whilst you're drinking well, your children? <laughs> right? I, I, I have to tell you, we arrived full. We had just come back from the art, artist village there with Kwame Okoto and there were some drummers there and many of us had our shoes off and we were dancing in the dirt. Oh. Sis, that, that right there was 
we were we arrived high off the spirit already you know <laughs> wow. to be home in africa dancing without your shoes on hmm. while artists are carving sculptures of our our heads mm. it, it was just everything and so to arrive there and to be able to partake in in a quaint chic space to unwind the conversations were already high and then you come in with your beautiful self <laughs> adding to the flavor adding to the flavor of everything and as you were praying i believe that the spirit was felt by yeah. all as you were talking and it was just very moving yeah you know and, and even the conversations that followed uh, we still talk about those days i still look at the pictures yeah. from that time so it was everything and you know, with side being a part of your vision, a part of your mission, you never know how God is going to use you. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we readily identify our gifts or our purpose with something that is church or ministry. Mm. This this mm. is a different kind of ministry. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I I completely agree with that. Um, Science, again, yeah. Going back to the idea of you know, um, God is everywhere. He's in everything, and He's in everywhere. Like, oh yeah, his business for His ministry and everything else. So you said that you'll be coming back to Ghana again in September. I will. Awesome. I am. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Oh, please. Well, now we've got each other's numbers. Let, please do let me know so that at least I can see you when you come. That'll be wonderful. I awesome. can't thank you. And, yes. and thank you so, so, so much for your time. I knew this would be as, as, amaz- as amazing <laughs> as it has been. And I really do look forward to sharing this. Um, I will also... Um, yes. Um, phenomenal train. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, and, and I have I have mm-hmm. an online apothecary. I want to say I have an online apothecary that opens on July fifteenth. It's okay. a Shopify, and the name of the business is Mana Mama M A N N A Mama M A M A. And okay. I, I'll have stones and sage and crystals and all the good stuff on there. Ooh. <laughs> okay, excellent. So please, when, well, you can WhatsApp me that details, and I'll definitely share it in the I link will. as well. Thank you. But thank, thank you so much, Precious. You've been yeah, amazing. Right. My love God to your family, you. mommy, thank and everybody you. else. Yes, <laughs> much success to you. Oh, take care. You too. God bless. Bye.